0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Sunday, September 27th, 2020. I'm Andrew Hansen, joined once again by Shane Caldwell for our NFL podcast. And this time, Shane, it's the primetime podcast. Sunday night, Monday night, two-game slate. And I'm excited about this one because we have some awesome matchups.
1: Yeah, this NFL, their executives and their marketing experts, they're pretty good at setting up these games. and i mean this is kind of like uh nfc uh nfc championship preview uh and a p- potential afc championship preview here so i mean we got some of these teams that are going to probably be super bowl favorites uh two great matchups with both you know hall of fame co- uh, caliber uh quarterbacks here and a bunch of stars uh and huge fan bases here as well so nfl they, the nfl just Crushed it with this slate, and we're gonna we're ready to do we're ready to do the same thing here in DFS because uh, there's some awesome plays in here and some great matchups that we can analyze. To even though it's only a two game slate, we can really gain an advantage here. So definitely excited about these games. They're gonna be fun to watch and really exciting to play DFS with and to, to be able to stack these games here. Uh, it's gonna be exciting.
0: Yeah, and what we're gonna do with these two games, like we always do with our members, is we're gonna build the two game slate on both DraftKings and FanDuel. And then we're gonna build the showdown lineups for Sunday night and Monday night and give those out to our members. And what we do on FanDuel is we actually give out a full lineup because we can. We do a a cash lineup and a GPP lineup. And then on DraftKings, we give out the uh, core, uh, core plays for each slate. And so we invite you to come in as a member and take advantage of a terrific winning percentage here Early in the season, we've been hovering around 75 to 80% on all slates, and we've been crushing the the primetime games, the standalone ones. So uh, join us by going to DFSCoachTalk.com and pick up whichever membership you want, week, month, year, or the fall special, which takes you through the end of the year. And we'll get you right into our Discord, and we'll give you those lineups about 45 minutes before kickoff. So uh, love to have you join the family. And before we get into these games, Shane, I do want to thank our presenting sponsor, BetUS.com.pa. Got a great promotion for our Coach Talk listeners and members. It's a 125% deposit match on your first deposit, so uh, please take advantage of that. And I do want to mention the BetUS.com.pa lines for these games because you know it, it sort of sets the stage for you know, two, uh, you know, exciting matchups. In the first game, we've got Green Bay traveling to New Orleans. In New Orleans, that standard three-point home favorite over under of 53. And in the second game, very similar. Baltimore, the home favorite of three and a half against Kansas City, over under 54 and a half. And these teams have combined to go seven and one so far on the season. Uh, Certainly, all four teams have their sights set on the conference championship, and these could be conference championship previews. So uh, let's get after it here with the first one. It's the Sunday night game, Green Bay against New Orleans, eight twenty kickoff. And the big news here is the wide receiver situation. With Green Bay, it looks like Devontae Adams is doubtful, and Michael Thomas is out on the other side. So major changes there. Uh, we could have a situation with each team missing their top receiver. So assuming Adams and Thomas are out, what are your initial thoughts on game
1: one? Yeah, it makes you not like the quarterbacks as much in the Sunday night game compared to the Monday night game. Because obviously with the, the talent of the quarterbacks in that game and the fact that they're top wide receivers by far, you know, two of the best in the game are out. But these quarterbacks still have some great weapons. I like targeting the running backs in this game because both running backs, Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara, take on a much larger role. They already have a huge role, but they take on a lot more usage and a lot more targets when they're filling in for Devontae Adams and Michael Thomas. Uh, and they those so those running backs, Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones, often they'll, they'll line, line up at wide receiver. They'll line up in the slot. I've seen them put Aaron Jones out wide for the Packers and take those deep shots with them. So they're essentially playing running back and wide receiver, which that's why I love if you can fit both of those guys in the lineup. The problem is they're very expensive and you're trying to get some of these expensive guys in the Monday night game too. So roster construction might not allow it, but I think that's an optimal strategy to try to get both of those running backs, because even though it's tough matchups on both sides, pretty tough matchups, especially against new Orleans uh, run defense, Aaron Jones is going to be way too involved. So that's why I do like him here. Um, in terms of the quarterbacks, I'd probably like Aaron Rodgers over Drew Brees. Drew Brees just didn't look great, uh, you know, without without Michael Thomas in there. Uh, and I would tell you that Green Bay has a great secondary and um uh, and they have an excellent pass rush. So it's not an ideal spot for Drew Brees here. He's still talented enough to Put up some production, but it's just not an ideal spot. And if anything, they're going to run the ball more, as they can run Kamara and uh, Latavius Murray. Uh, and that's probably the best way to attack the Green Bay uh, attack, the Green Bay front, in my opinion. Uh, especially if you can be keep it close or have a lead, which I think they could, they can here. Um, in terms of the weapons here for the Green Bay side, if you want to target someone besides Aaron Jones. In my opinion, I like Alan Lazard. He's going to have, you know, he has good rapport with Aaron Rodgers. You're going to need to find some value on this slate. You got, for this prime time pricing, Allen Lazard, 5600 on FanDuel and 4500 on DK. I think it's a great price. When they do run three wide receiver sets, Alan Lazard will often be in the slot. He's going to get the best matchup. I don't really like messing with the outside corners a lot for New Orleans. Uh, Janoris Jenkins and Marshawn Lattimore are two of the best outside corners in the game. They're really highly rated for pass coverage. But I do like attacking the slot for the New Orleans Saints. And Alan Lazard will often line up in the slot against Gardner Johnson. I think it's Cha- Chauncey Gardner Johnson, who's a really low-rated low, low rated, uh, pass coverage uh, slot corner. So you, you can attack him. So you've got a combination here. They're probably going to need to pass the ball. Um and they're going to need to attack the middle of the field, specifically the slot. And I think Lazard has good rapport with Rodgers, and he's got to he's got to help make up for the loss of Devontae Adams. So I like Alan Lazard here. I already mentioned I like Aaron Jones. I'm a little bit worried about MVS, Marquez Valdez Scantling because he'll be matching up often against Jenkins and Latimer. Lattimore out there and also even though he's been getting open on deep passes he really has the propensity to want to drop the drop wide open catches you know <laughs> so he is kind of a deep threat so MVS is a boomer bust GPP play here um he he is a big threat but I don't like the matchup at all against these corners and then on the New Orleans side really like the way Traquan Smith looked uh, last uh what was it yes. Monday night game you know, the, I mean, they were talking about how he's playing the X receiver position, and it's almost like Drew Brees was squinting and pretending he was Michael Thomas for a minute there. Even though he's not nearly the player, he was kind of pretending he was Michael Thomas. I've seen him hitting some of those same exact, like, quick slant routes and crossing routes that they hit Michael Thomas on, and he looked really good. And then you know Traquan Smith is a deep a deep threat here, and he knows this offense. He has way more experience than other guys who have been disappointing, such as Emmanuel Sanders. Who doesn't seem to know what's going on out there right now in this offense. So uh, so I love Traquan Smith, and his price yes, is Shane. way too cheap on
0: PK here. Yeah, it really is. I want to ask you about that. I mean, with the way that Traquan looked against the Raiders and, and how comfortable Breeze was targeting him, how can he be 4000 on DraftKings and Emmanuel Sanders, who looked lost, dropping balls, only getting three targets? He's 5000 That just wow. seems like a misprice. Yeah.
1: I think if you look at the, the player history in
0: general and over right. a
1: larger sample size in general, Trey Smith is pretty much a role player that gets minimal, minimal catches and targets. So I think the algorithm plays that in where Emmanuel Sanders, they might be going back to historical games overall as the player in terms of targets and stats. So that's the only thing I can, I can think of here. Um, no, it makes and, sense.
0: But yeah, you know, given, given what's happened so far this season, I mean, it, it seems like it would be an upset for Sanders to outproduce Smith. Exactly. And I don't think the, the pricing algorithm can account for that. I mean, I'm,
1: Traquan Smith is 5400 on Fanduel, which seems pretty you know reasonably made. But $4,000 on DK is probably too cheap. So that's going to make him super high on though, too. But So you better hope he hits. But, yeah. And the nice thing is if they run three wide receiver sets, uh, Traquan Smith can line up in the slot. And you want him to line up in the slot. Because he'd be going up against Sullivan, uh, which is the uh, slot corner for Green Bay, who's not really that great. Um, You don't really want him to go up against Jair Alexander or King on the other side. Uh, Those those are pretty good, solid uh, uh, cover corners on the outside for Green Bay. So again, you want to attack the slot here. That's the common theme, Uh, and that's Traquan Smith. uh, If he gets some slot, uh, which he he will get some snaps in the slot here. So I love that matchup there. Um, even though he's playing that Michael Thomas role, but Michael Thomas can, you know, he, he lines up in there as well. Uh, But yeah, I think Traquan Smith's a solid play for the value play him and Lazard here. Um, And then I think you can take a look and go back to Jared cook, even though he had a disappointing game, um, everyone's going to be focused on the other two tight ends out for obvious reasons in the second game. But Jared Cook could potentially outplay one of those guys at a at a cheaper price here, especially on DK. 4,800 seems way too cheap for him. Um, and again, with Michael Thomas out, someone's got to soak up all those targets there. And he's probably going to have a better matchup uh, Jared Cook is going against uh, the Green Bay linebackers and safeties are not great at covering tight ends. So you got to like Jared Cook's matchup and his role here in the fact that he had a disappointing game last week. He's he's in a big bounce
0: back spot here. So I do like Jared Cook. Yeah, great breakdown. I'm with you on almost all of that. I do prefer Lazard over MVS. Uh, I like Traquan here. I'm definitely going to get Kamara in the lineup. Uh, one thing I'll add there is you know, week one Latavius Murray got a bunch of carries, but week two it was more the Kamara show. He had 22 touches, Murray only had five. So that makes me feel a lot more, you know, a lot more secure about about paying that high price tag on Kamara, who on a two game slate is almost impossible to fade anyway. Um, but uh, certainly going to have him in there. Uh, Cook makes sense as well. You know, with Aaron Jones on the Green Bay side, I think you make a great point about. You know, the fact that they're going to use him any way they can if Devontae Adams is out, including splitting him out wide, in- including him in the passing game. But, you know, it is a tough matchup. New Orleans is number eight against the run so far. So that'll be the tough one for me is, you know, does he fit into the lineup or not? Um, and uh, s- still working on that. But um, in terms of, you know, GPPs and getting unique on a two game slate, I've got one more I'm going to mention to you, which is really out there because of all the great tight ends on this slate. But if you look at the Green Bay tight end situation, you know, they're going up against New Orleans, and we saw what Darren Waller did on uh, Monday night, right? I mean, he just was unstoppable, and he's in an, in another class than any of these Green Bay tight ends. But the matchup is pretty solid. You know, Adams is out. They've got to throw it to somebody. So could one of these Green Bay tight ends step up? You know, last week Robert Tanyan had 2 for 25 and a touchdown. You know, if you get a guy like that at 5% ownership and he gets you 12 to 15 fantasy points, you know, then you can get Jones and Camara and and some studs from from game 2. So, just want to throw that out there as a real uh, you know, GPP consideration to try to get unique on the two-game slate. Awesome. All right, great. Uh, before we go to game two, uh, just want to pause here so you can hear directly from our partners at BetUS with a terrific offer.
2: Wake up, sports bettors. Sports are in high gear at BetUS.com, so put down the beer and make every sporting event more exciting by putting stakes on the line at BetUS. Earn bragging rights over your friends as you rake in the cash from each week's betting action. But don't settle for any other book. Choose America's favorite sports book with over 25 trusted years in the industry. BetUS. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, but more importantly, you need a sports book that pays. BetUS has your game with action on football, baseball, basketball, MMA, golf, horse racing, and even esports. No other sportsbook welcomes newcomers like BetUS with their jaw-dropping sign-up bonuses. Sign up now with promo code Talk for 125% sign-up bonus up to two grand. The best in the biz. Now you have the best book in the business with the best DFS provider in the business, Coach Talk. Create your account to make point spread bets, futures bets, prop bets, entertainment bets, live bets, and more. No other sports book is as committed to their members as BetUS. Sign up now and get in on the winning side of the ball.
0: All right, Shane, let's turn our attention to game two now that we've heard about that terrific offer. And it is a terrific matchup KC against Baltimore. And for those who didn't hear our summer shows, where we uh, previewed each team one at a time, why don't you tell folks who you think is going to be the likely Super Bowl winner this year? It's yeah, coming like, out of this matchup, right?
1: Yeah, I liked Baltimore early in the summer. I still like Baltimore, unless they have some kind of crazy injury situation here. I think uh, absolutely dominant defense from you know from front to back, you know from pretty much all 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 layers of the of the. La- Layers of the defense is absolutely dominant. And uh I had I predicted pretty much that Lamar Jackson would continue to develop as a passing quarterback, which I think he has. He's getting better as a as a pocket passing quarterback, even though he's obviously super talented. He doesn't have to stay in the pocket. He's developing as that. So they won't be so reliant on his his you know fluky runs with his crazy athleticism. So that way they can protect him so he can. He can go deep into the playoffs, stay healthy and also be able to not be so one dimensional in the playoffs because you've seen teams like you know new england patriots for example shut them down and uh you know teams figure out ways to shut them down with them being a little more one-dimensional in just that uh, read option run game in the playoffs so i feel like with the adjustments of him becoming better as a passer and having more targets and more consistent in the passing game that will allow them with this elite defense to go all the way to the super bowl and win it and i know that's a tall order because the other team in this in this uh in this particular game, is going to have something to say about that as well. With uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, who also have a solid defense and have plenty of weapons to support the, you know, this MVP-caliber quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. Um, but overall, I like the Baltimore team better. I love the fact they can run the ball and in, in Lamar Jackson doesn't have to run the ball as much, which will protect him. And Lamar Jackson is an underrate, underrated passer as he's improved every single year in the passing game. Uh, and so you can imagine probably who I like in this game here.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. And certainly on paper, you know, the matchup is better for Baltimore here with the early returns um, you know the the running uh, the rushing matchup and the passing matchup. So uh, where do we start here with Baltimore's offense?
1: Yeah, uh, I really love Marquise Brown in this game. I think this is a this is a blow up spot for him. We've been kind of waiting for him, and he's had some really tough matchups. Um, and I don't think there's anyone in the Kansas City secondary that I'm really afraid of that I think can handle Marquise Brown here. Um, I like the fact that with the game script with it being high scoring and probably back and forth that Baltimore is not just going to be able to take the air out of the ball and just run the ball. They're going to have to probably pass still as well because they're dueling with Mahomes and and company. So I like this as a blow up spot for Marquise Brown and because he hasn't blown up yet this year, his price is way too cheap. 6,100 on FanDuel and 5,700 on DK is way too cheap. And this guy has – you know, Tyreek Hill type upside, except for you're not paying the Tyreek Hill price like on the other side of this uh, game here. So I love Marquise Brown, and there's not a whole lot you can't love about Mark Andrews in this game. Again, it's a it's a game script for a lot of passing, Mark Andrews being the number one receiver, number one target for the Baltimore offense. And he's, he, you know, he's the number one guy. There's no competition there besides Marquise Brown. And he's in a great matchup against, if he gets on uh, the linebacker, Anthony Hitchkins, uh hitchens uh for kansas city his pass coverage grade is horrible it's a huge mismatch here uh so i don't think no matter what they do i don't think they can stop mark andrews here and that guy is just awesome uh and then of course if you love those guys if you can afford to pair them with lamar jackson um i think lamar will run a little bit more in this game because this is kind of a game where they take the gloves off and and they pull out all the stops which means they might let uh uh, you know, they may let Lamar run a little bit more in this game and encourage him to just let loose, but he's also going to get them in the passing game here as well. Again, much improved passer this year. So I look for them to attack through the air and Lamar to get rushing yards as well. So I think he's by far the best play here. Baltimore's run game is pretty good as well. It's just trying to, it's kind of hard to figure out who's going to get the goal line touches. Are they going to put Dobbins in there in certain situations? Is Mark Ingram, is he getting a little bit older and kind of over the hill? Mark Ingram looked the best last week and he's still pretty cheap. So I can see him getting some usage. And they have a great matchup here, Baltimore's offensive line against Kansas City' front in the pass game. So I think they have a great matchup. It's just I don't know if I can trust Ingram. I don't know if they're going to decide to play Dobbins more in this matchup or not, you know. So that's a, that's kind of my take on that Baltimore side of the ball.
0: Yeah. In, in terms of the the rushing attack, I haven't been on the Baltimore rushing attack, you know, in season long or these first couple of weeks, you know, trying to see how it sorts out. But Ingram certainly had the majority of the touches last week. So, I, you know, on this two-game slate, I think I will get some exposure to that backfield. I'll go with Ingram and uh you know it's just it just makes sense to me he's only 500 more than dobbins if they're going to trust the veteran here early in the season in this big matchup uh i'll get a couple shares of ingram so let's flip it over to the kc side i mean these guys managed to take down the super bowl last year they're very explosive but this is a very tough matchup um are there guys over here that you want to get into the uh, into the mix here and and hope this is a bit of a shootout.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think you can. You, if you're going to attack these guys, you attack them through the air. I don't think you want to really attack them through the run game that much. Plus, the game script's going to call for an aerial attack, so you got to love Mahomes here. Um, the, I mean, the Baltimore secondary is really good. They're stacked, but they are beatable. It's not that they're completely shut down. They're they're really good though, but because of the the skill players are so in the scheme, and Mahomes is so talented, they can't actually still attack them for the passing game, which is why this over-under is near 55 here. Um, So, I, I, you know, Kelsey's in a great – Travis Kelsey's in a great matchup here. It's just a matter – you know, you can't play all the tight ends – so it's a matter of do you want to try to fit Andrews and Kelsey in the same lineup? You're going to be spending a lot of money on those guys. So those are decisions you're going to have to make. Right now, I'm still leaning Mark Andrews over Kelsey if I had to choose just one. But I think Kelsey's in a smash spot here as well. So that's the, that's the difficult decision here. Tyreek Hill, if you can afford to pay up for him, I think he's worth paying up paying up for. I think he can get uh, break, break loose. I think if he gets up against Marcus Peters, Peters is really good at coverage, but he does tend to give up some of those long balls at some point, and that's kind of Tyreek Hill's M.O. here. So I do like Tyreek Hill. I just don't think I can get to him at 8,100 on FanDuel. On DraftKings, you might be able to get to him at 6,300, though. I think he's a little more reasonable there. Same thing with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I don't know if I can get to him at $7,600 on FanDuel, being that I think his work will be in the passing game. I think they're going to get him more and more involved in the passing game. I don't know if he's going to be able to do a ton of damage on the ground here, but I can see him getting a ton of work in the passing game. And that $5,600 for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, you got to like him on DraftKings. Uh, I think he's going to get a ton of explosive plays in the the passing game here. Um, And then you can go to the value guys. Sammy Watkins, I think, is going to play. Sammy Watkins practiced on Saturday. He's only forty-two hundred on DraftKings and fifty-seven hundred on FanDuel. I don't really love the matchup for Sammy Watkins, uh, but you know he's decent. Uh, you know here, and he could he could have a blow-up game here, but I don't love it. And then Mikko, I love Mikkel Hardman. I just don't know. You just never know how many slot, how many snaps the guy's going to get. But if he gets some, if he gets some uh, some time in the slot, I like his speed. Lining up in the slot here, um, he has a pretty good matchup. Uh, they're a little bit weaker in the slot than, again, the, the outside uh, cornerbacks here. So Miko Hardman, he's 3,900 on DK and 5,200 on Fando. That's the type of guy you take a shot at here because, again, he has that big play upside. He hasn't busted a big play yet, but I think this is the type of game he could bust a big play in. So I do like taking a shot at Miko Hardman here. Uh, it probably makes you a little nervous in cash, more a little more of a GPP play. Um, and that's, I mean, that's pretty much where I'm looking here uh, for this game. I think a lot of it on the Baltimore side, but you got to definitely sprinkle in some of this Kansas City exposure as well.
0: Yeah, I'll start with Hardman there and, and just tie that back to game one. You know, I agree that certainly is a, a GPP play because on on DraftKings, at least with Traquan Smith at 4000, he's only 100 more and certainly going to get uh, more targets, uh, you would think, uh, than Hardman, especially if. Uh, Sammy Watkins plays but in terms of the rest of the Chiefs um, you know the pricing is interesting on DraftKings it kind of makes you want to build multiple lineups because like you said Tyreek Hill much cheaper 6300 that's a that's a low price tag for his type of ceiling uh Edwards Hilaire is you know pretty solid price too at 5600 that's tempting even though it's a tough matchup and I do want to mention also that it looks like Daryl Williams will be back, so the Chiefs' backfield will be a little bit more crowded. Uh, Daryl Williams might uh, take take those touches away from uh, Thompson. Um, but yeah, this is this is going to be a fun one. Um, in in general, I'm with you here in terms of, of favoring the Baltimore guys. Uh, but I think it makes sense to get at least one of those skill position players in for the Chiefs, whether it's Clyde edwards Lair, Tyreek Hill, or Kelsey.
1: Yeah, I like your two, your two tight end theory that sometimes you'll play. Because, um, you know, you could play, uh, you know, Kelsey and Mark Andrews. Or you could go, like, you know, Mark Andrews and Jared Cook or something like that, or, or Kelsey and Cook. You know, I just like in one of those combinations there. I think is very interesting. And that might set you apart a little bit here in this slate. Because I think all those tight ends have big blow-up potential here, maybe even more than some of the wide receivers.
0: Yeah, that's why it's going to be fun just to watch these two games with all these skill position players. It's it's going to be terrific. So yeah, well, we thank you all for, for tuning in here Um, again with DFS coach talk. We're doing three NFL podcasts a week. We do the uh, main slate preview on Thursday where we go game by game. We do a show late Saturday night, early Sunday morning where we go position by position for the Sunday main slate. And then we do this show uh, previewing the two primetime games Sunday and Monday. So on YouTube, uh, please hit that like button. This is a, a, a podcast in front of the paywall, and then click that subscribe button so you know right when our podcasts go up. And then if you want to go ahead and get our lineups, like I said, just jump in as a member. Go to dfscoachtalk.com. We'll get you into our Discord right away. Get you those full FanDuel lineups and the core plays on DraftKings. You can follow Shane on Twitter at detsportsshane. You can follow me at Language Olympic. Our fearless leader, the coach, is at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And you can follow all of us at DFS Coach Talk. Our charity of choice here, mambaon 3org M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. And I want to thank our presenting sponsor here one more time, BetUS. Uh, they are the place to go for all of your sports wagering. And Casino Action, betus.com.pa. Shane, any final thoughts here on the primetime slate? I can't wait to
1: to build the lineup and watch watch these games because we're going to have all kinds of action in these showdowns. You can use some of the information we gave tonight to help build your showdown lineups as those can be pretty tough to build with the pricing. And then uh, you can play the primetime slate as well. So we're going to have all kinds of action so not only are these games just awesome to watch by themselves, but then you add the DFS element into it and the superstars in the prime time here, uh, it's going to be awesome. So yeah, this is going to be a great way to uh, to cap off week three of the NFL here. So yeah, can't be, uh, can't be much more excited about it. I think we're looking forward to it. Definitely.
0: Yeah. That, I'm glad you brought that up one more time too, that we're, we're going to give out the uh, showdown lineups as well. So the two game slate and then we'll, we'll zero in on each showdown slate and build lineups there as well. And uh, just trying to help you all build winners. So we appreciate you tuning in. Thank you for your support. Feel free to reach out to us with questions or comments. We'd love to interact with you. And again, sure hope you'll tune in again next time as we look to crush it in DFS.